My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning, welcome to travel and cruise industry news. On this, the uh, 14th day of uh, November 2022, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area. I just got back from the uh, having an echocardiogram this morning. Uh, so, been uh, kind, kind of running like uh, crazy today. And I just realized that uh, some of the stuff I had set up is now disappeared. So, let me grab that real quick. But anyway, welcome to uh, Travel and Cruise Industry News. And I've got one complaint to make, folks. When I left the house this morning, it was 26 degrees. Oh, my God. I need to get on another boat. Get out of this. I can't stand cold weather anymore. So, yeah, I freeze my butt off today. All right. This is Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News. The lead story today is a good story for a change. Passenger wins a half million bucks during a slot tournament. How about that? Then not so good news, the outbreak on the Majestic Princess. We'll talk about that a little bit this morning. Carnival terminal change. And a lot more live at, at 11. There wasn't a whole lot of news this morning, actually, for a day that's upside down for me. Today is National Pickle Day. I don't mind eating pickles. Uh, I recently, you know, I get cramps in my hands all the time from, that's from the chemo after effects. So I get a lot of cramps and everybody says, drink more water. I drink a lot of water. So uh, recently I was told to drink pickle juice. I tried that. That was wicked. It took, work, took care of the cramps, though. So does mustard. If I, when they get really bad at night, I'll go get a teaspoon of mustard, and that helps. 
Anyway, that's me. So, if you're listening by the podcast, always welcome aboard. You can access the podcast, especially now that I'm home and have a decent Wi-Fi. Uh, access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big guys just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. We do this five days a week. Anytime that you're listening to the podcast, if you would like to hop over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description. Just click over it and you can jump on the video feed and check out any pictures, clips, or whatever we might have on that day's show. One brief announcement to make, and that's about the show tomorrow. Uh, some of you know, I've talked about it. I've got a numerous bunch of appointments uh, while I'm home this time, the medical stuff. I have one tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. So tomorrow's show will be pre-recorded and go live, you know, on YouTube at 11 o'clock. I will try to promote the links out so you can easily access it, uh, but it will be on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook at 11 o'clock tomorrow, but it will be a pre-recorded show, which means there won't be a chat room. So, sorry about that. All right. I'll be back with a couple news stories after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. And the top story today has to do with the Carnival ship, the Carnival Mardi Gras, Carnival Cruise Line's $1 million slot tournament on board the Mardi Gras concluded this week with a lucky moment for one guest on board Carnival, largest casino tournament to date, concluded with an award ceremony where the tournament winner was awarded the top prize of a half million dollars. More than 1,600 people of the 5,400 guests on board participated in the tournament, making it the largest tournament to date on board a Carnival cruise ship. Besides the top prize, there were big prizes to be won all around, including $150,000 second prize, 50 grand third prize. Two more $1 million slot tournaments will be held in the coming two years. One on the Carnival Celebration, 
Then another one on the Carnival Jubilee. So if you're a mind to get in those folks, have at it. Book it. Book it, Dano. I have some kind of strange feelings about this story. Number one, I've pretty much stayed away from these stories recently because I didn't want to put a bad light on, on the industry. But this one, for a, a specific reason, uh, I've got to share it with you. Following a cruise to New Zealand, Majestic Princess returned to Sydney with 800 positive COVID cases on board. About halfway through the 12-day cruise, Princess reported an elevated amount of positive test results, which ended up being 800 guests infected by the end of the voyage. The ship being placed under the highest alert. Carnival Australia stated that the cruise line found a high number of cases during mass testing done throughout the vessel. Those guests who have tested negative have been allowed to depart, while positive cases have been separated and taken off the ship through a different route. They didn't specify specifically how that was carried out and what kind of quarantine or whatever had to go through. It would certainly be easy to blame Princess Cruises as I'm not going to mention any names, but some people in the industry are doing. Again, those that have a tendency to try to shed the negative light on the cruise industry at all costs. They're claiming it was all Princess' fault. But according to several reports, the cruise line followed all the procedures to the limit. However, one passenger said on to ABC News in Australia that the passengers did not follow the protocols. And I quote, it was scary because we heard about it, but we tested negative and the Princess Majestic crew were really good with the protocols. We wore masks for the last seven days. We were very careful when we were ashore. So some people just didn't listen. Obviously, they didn't follow the rules, and that was the problem. People just don't take COVID seriously. Boy, does that sound familiar, folks? We have a lot of that same problem in this country, and that's going to lead to maybe another wave of COVID during the winter months. I hate to say that, but it's true. I went to the hospital, you know, to the, uh, get my echocardiogram this morning. I had to go back to wearing a mask while I was there. They've gone back to masking in health facilities here. Did I complain? Absolutely not. But there will be people that will complain about that. I'm not, again, I'm not making a political statement. I'm stating facts.
Do I want to see us back in masks again all the time? No. But I bet you that this case in Australia is not going to be the norm down there. It hasn't been the norm so far on other ships down there. This is going to be the strange one. My feelings about it. All right. Carnival. And there was a lot of complaining about this one. I'm not sure I agree with the complaints. Carnival Cruise Line has informed guests about a terminal change for the Carnival Magic sailing out of Port Canaveral yesterday. The cruise line sent a communication letting guests know that the ship will use two different terminals for embarkation and disembarkation. Embarkation from yesterday's sailing will out of Terminal 3. However, when the ship returns on November 13th, disembarkation will be through Terminal 6. For those people that were specifically, as a matter of fact, they had the chance of parking. They knew about it ahead of time. If you were driving, you could park at Terminal 6, and they shuttled you back to Terminal 3. I'm sure that they're going to do something at disembarkation for the people that uh, parked at Terminal 3 when, uh, and have to go back to Terminal 3 to get their cars. So they're going to take care of the people that are doing that. So what's there to complain about? One of my recent cruises, Serenade of the Seas, did exactly the same thing, only we didn't know about it ahead of time. That was out of Tampa, not out of Port Canaveral. And it just happened to be the same numbers. We sailed out of uh, Terminal 3. And we came back into Terminal 6. Uh, It didn't make any difference to me. All I did was you know, tell Uber where I was. Then they picked me up at Terminal 6. But yeah, I could see where that could cause a problem if you parked there, uh, you know, at the at the port. Parked at one terminal lot and have to go for another one. So, but then the, then the cruise lines are trying to help out the people that were in that situation. I just don't see what the big deal is. I mean, other than that, you know, if you're picked up and dropped off or like me in an Uber, who cares? It doesn't make the cruise any longer or any shorter. I mean, hell, it's, you know, what, 50 yards apart or maybe not, maybe that, maybe a little longer than that. But still, to me, it's not worth complaining about. You know, that's the news for today. There wasn't a whole lot. Tomorrow, I'm going to have to tape the show early. There'll probably be 95 stories. Just wait and see. All right, let's go see who's fussing at me over here in the chat room today. Yo, 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 Brooklyn in the house. Hey, Eddie. Hotter Tom's with us. Eddie says, I know the feeling. That's why we live in Georgia now. Man, that was, you know, especially after I just got back from three cruises in the Caribbean and had wonderful weather, except for the, obviously, except for the hurricane that kept us out at sea. A little rough the last couple of days, but that's okay. But man, I get here and it's 26 degrees. 
Oh my God. Well, you see what I've got I'm wearing? I got a, a hoodie on. I had a coat on when I went to the doctor this morning. Robert's with us. Good to see you again, Robert. At least a few of you so far. Yep. Uh, let's see. Kenneth's with us. I'm in Pennsylvania. See, that's the way he's used to the cold weather. 26 degrees for Kenneth is a high. Not me, not anymore. You know, I got sentenced to 20 years in Pittsburgh. So I was up there a long time, and that's really cold. I admit, Virginia is much milder than Pennsylvania. I understand that, but still doesn't make it any colder for me. And boy, I would I really be miserable if I still lived in Pennsylvania as I've gotten older. Wow. Nikki's with us. Greetings to all. It was 52 degrees this morning in Jacksonville. Now, see, that's cold for Jacksonville. I'd be freezing down there, too. Wintertime in North Florida. Well, Nikki, uh, you know, it is Thanksgiving almost. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law will be gone. They're going up to my brother-in-law's family up in Morgantown, West Virginia for the holiday. So this be me and Amanda. I promise you one thing, we're not going to be cooking that day. So we'll go out someplace that has turkey. Knowing Amanda, she'll want to go out to her little country place that we like. Have good seafood and they have banana pudding. I'm sure they'll have turkey. Man, it's not real crazy about eating turkey. I am. I love turkey. So I'm going to want a turkey dinner wherever we go. But it's not going to be here at the house. Uh, of course, everybody's chatting back and forth. Everybody's complaining about the coal. I agree. Hey, Mike, how's Mike today? By the way, folks, it was very interesting. Some of you saw it. Some of you didn't. I did a show yesterday with all the people for Cruises for Solos. Um, and, and Pete and the Cruises for Solo uh, organization that I've been involved with for a while since it started. Um, and Passion for Cruises have joined forces. They recently did a hosted solo cruise on the MSC Virtuoso with 300 solo cabins. Plus there was another hundred solo cabins on the ship that weren't part of the passion for cruises uh, gang. 400 solo cabins on a cruise ship folks. <clears throat> so Pete is going to be, his next one that he's going to host will be on the a new MSC ship uh, down in Qatar, I think it is, that he goes in January. Uh, Allison and Lizzie Lou, uh, both that have been on this show numerous times, they are both working with Passion for Cruises now. They are both going to be hosting cruises in 2023. And we are about to announce, I can't announce it yet, because the final uh, 
T's aren't crossed and I's dotted. But sometime in 2023, Mr. Bucket List and I are going to be hosting a solo cruise for you solo cruisers out there. That doesn't mean, folks, that if you're a couple, you can't go on the cruise with us. We'll do some meet and greets. We'll do some morning coffees with everybody. Uh, we'll make arrangements if people want to get together in the dining room or get together on excursions. We'll be a clearinghouse for everybody in the group. You can certainly be involved in all that. I'm not going to kick you out because you're, you happen to be married with a, a spouse or partner or whatever. But yeah, as soon as I know <clears throat> the ship <clears throat> and the dates, it will be out. Of, I, I, I'll just know this much at this point. It's going to be from one of the Florida ports. Beyond that, I'm not allowed to say anything until everything is finalized. Uh, it will be on one of the subsidiaries of Passion for Cruises. Uh, so by extension, will be also part of the Cruises for Solo gang as well. Uh, so those of you that were with us yesterday uh, heard a little bit about it yesterday on the show, as well as a number of the hosted group cruises from Europe. If you're going to Europe anytime soon and you're interested in any of that kind of thing, let me know. i put you to the right people over there because they are some wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, opportunities. The Passions for uh, Cruises, they kind of reverse engineer the old group cruise process. They go to the cruise line and say, okay, we're going to guarantee you 50 or 100 or whatever the number is solo cabins inside Ocean View, balcony, whatever. What are you going to do for us? And, uh, you know, they're completely cutting out the 100% solo add-ons. So as a result, you end up with some really terrific bargains. So we're going to host the first one sometime in 2023. And as hopefully things go well, there might be several in 2023. And by the time we get to 2024, we hope to have a full uh, contingency of solo cruises here from stateside as well. So. We're working on it, folks. Working on it. Anyway, Mike was with us yesterday. Um, Robert says, I'd really like to talk about the whole COVID situation with you sometime, Chili. Like somewhere other than this chat room as not to offend or upset anyone. That's fine. Um, Robert, send me your contact information. I don't think I have it. Uh, phone number, email address, text number, whatever you want to do. 
Uh, Chili Falls at Gmail is my email address, C-H-I-L-L-I-E-F-A-L-L-S at Gmail. Uh, and yeah, I would be happy to sit down and chat about it privately. Um, Eddie says, Nikki going to your neck of the woods this Saturday to see a friend from Miami. That's cool. Kenneth said, we're doing good. We're cold waiting for our next cruise in January. Robert says, sounds great. Yeah, who are you going on this time, Kenneth? I can't, I, I know you've told me and I don't remember. Uh, there's Rich. Good luck with all your medical tests. Now, this one, um, the uh, pulmonologist ordered it when I saw him. Well, it's probably been six weeks ago now, maybe two months ago. I still have a lot of problems with my breathing. Now, I'm fine sitting here. Most of the time, I'm fine sitting on my scooter. But what's been happening, if I have to walk more than about 10 yards, I'm totally out of breath, huffing and puffing and gasping for air. Now, when I got home Saturday, admittedly, I was tired of pressure to get home. You know how it is when you're trying to get home as you know quick as you can you're already late a day and then unloading the car getting the luggage out and uh, getting it in the house and, and I was oh, I was struggling for breathing and of course I have to stop and I have to sit down and I have to get my breath back before I can do the next thing but anyway all day Saturday I, I, I struggled I stayed kept my oxygen going full time uh, I'd even take oxygen with me to go to the bathroom to go in to eat. By yesterday, when I was rested, I had a good night's sleep. Uh, then I started walking around the house a little without oxygen and not getting out of breath. So I don't know if that's an improvement or what, but yeah, I haven't been able to do that for, I don't know, six months, maybe eight months. So it had just gotten really bad. And then I started with the, the inhaler thing that's $400. It cost me out of pocket. And that seemed to make me cough more than it, than helping me. Actually, on the, the last cruise, I was started coughing so bad, I quit squirting it. And the cough went away. So when I got home, I started back on it again. Until I, I, I go to the doctor and he says, okay, if it's making you cough, let's we'll do away with that and try something else. But now that I'm actually, I'm seeing some improvement now, then maybe I have to rethink that thing. But anyway, that's, yeah, that's what's going on, uh, Rich. I, I do have to go because I missed Friday. I was supposed to be back Friday afternoon in time to go to my oncologist because it's time for my Lupron injection. That's the shot in the butt. I hate to be graphic about it, but it is. It's a shot in the butt. Buttocks, as it were. Um, and and get the PSA to make sure this $11,000 a month medication is still doing its job and my PSA is still down like next to nothing. So... 
they called right as I was going on the air to give me my new appointments. I'll call them back as soon as I get off the air to see what day they want me to come in, which might be this afternoon. Who knows? But anyway, I'll go do that when the time's right. Other than that, Rich, I'm not worried about anything right now. I'm feeling, I mean, as good as I could feel with uh, all of my health issues and my mobility issues and stuff. I mean, yeah, except it's cold. I want to get on a damn boat again. I'm just, I'm sorry, but I'm happiest on a cruise ship. I don't want to be sitting here in my studio in Virginia talking about cruising. I'd rather be out there and talking about cruising. So that was it, it, a world cruise. Oh, yeah. I, I talked with my agent last night. I said, okay. You know, I got to find out about the scooter out there, you know, and what they're going to do for these next three cruises. And then it's time to start talking to these cruise lines now, maybe on some of these long cruises and seeing what kind of package we can put together with them, like a world cruise or circumnavigating South America cruise, the things that I can't afford to do. Let's go see what we can shake out of the trees. So we'll see what happens. I think it would be just terrific to be able to broadcast this show from around the world. I could dig it. Even with Wi-Fi headaches, I could dig it. And I'm sure there would be days that I absolutely couldn't broadcast from weird places but I'd sure like to try and maybe one of these days you know and I did send a message to Elon Musk and say okay here's what you need to do you need to come up with something so I can go on cruise ships and be able to you know have my own personal Starlink without it costing me a bazillion dollars it's got to be affordable or even better, maybe you sponsor me doing this to prove that you can provide us uh, Wi-Fi around the world. Wouldn't that be good advertising, uh, Elon Musk? I might even buy Tesla if you do that. <laughs> anyway, and so uh, Kenneth says we're lucky if we can go on two a year. It's hard to get away. I wish I could take care of them as service dogs. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. We're going carnival in January and princess in Hawaii in September. Yeah. Now, carnival, I have not done an accessibility report for carnival yet because like Serenade of the Seas, it was much better than I expected it would be. But one of the problems with Carnival, my handicap accessible room, the door had one inch of clearance from my the wheels on my scooter. Can you imagine a big fat guy like me on a scooter, especially after there may have been an adult beverage or two or three or four, 
trying to steer a scooter through a door with one inch of clearance outside the wheels of the scooter. That was a trip. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't take films of that myself. I didn't have anybody there to film it. But yeah, that was a challenge. That, that was one of the two strikes I had against Carnival, and they were minor ones. Because eventually I did, I did come up with a way of doing it. The first way I did it was to get off the scooter in the hall and, and back it into the room by hand so I could look down at the wheels and lean over it and back it. Only I kept running over my foot. But that didn't work out so bad. I said, no. Nah. But I did eventually. I, I figured, because I could drive out in the morning without it hitting, you know, I could line it up going through. I said, I got to be able to come back in the same way. Finally, I got so I could do it. That was a challenge on Carnival. I'm just throwing it. And that was not, that's nothing against Carnival because everything else about that cruise was as good as any cruise ship I've been on for accessibility issues. All the things that count. You know, the public restrooms, the way they handle uh, uh, mobility challenge folks in the dining rooms. Uh, they don't make you get off your scooter unless you just want to. If you want to stay on the scooter like I do, they have no problem with pulling chairs out. You pull right up to the table, turn the, the chair around, and say so you're sitting like a normal person. They were perfectly fine with that. Uh, like all pools, uh, all uh, ships, the pools are, I don't consider them accessible. If you can walk a little bit, you can get in the water. If you can't walk at all, yeah. Uh, but I did see I did see a lift chair on on Carnival, so they did, did have a lift chair. But I didn't see anybody use it. So there there is one that you could get into the pools or the hot tubs via the lift. No, I choose not to do that, but then I can walk a little bit, so I don't. I'm not forced to absolutely. If I want to get in the water, I've got to go, go that way. So. Uh, but anyway, that accessibility report will be out in the next day or two. Uh, Serenade, I, I did the video portion of it. I'm only about half done with the written portion of it because I, I gave out yesterday. <laughs> I had so much that I'm behind on uh, and stuff here at the house, too, that I just uh, I didn't finish up writing it. So. Hopefully, the, the written portion will get done today. It'll be up on the blog. So, um, let's see what else we got here. Emma doing the loggers cruise. Okay. Oh, you're doing the vloggers cruise, Eddie. Yeah, I knew that. I will be on that one also. Alice told me that she will book the next one after we get back from the vloggers because she works at a hospital where she does the payroll for the ER department. So it's, she's it's tight. Yeah. I understand that one. So, and yeah, I admit one thing folks, now that I'm retired. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for me to get away. So yeah, I can do that. And I told the passion for cruises people, you know, anytime you want to, a cruise hosted in the States, you got my phone number, you know, just call me. I'll be there. 
I'll be happy to do that. Whatever it takes on the cruise, I think it would be fun. You know, I've, I've done groups before, so I know what it's like to have to shuffle people around and direct people and things like that. I promise you, if I host a cruise, you're going to have fun. Uh, ask Cindy, ask Hot Air Tom and his Cindy. They've been on cruises with me. I do believe in having a good time. And it's hard not to have a good time around me. I can guarantee on that. So, but anyway, that's the way it goes. I don't know that I'll be able to do 23 cruises next year. I'd love to. Then I like to do fewer, longer. And end up with the same number of days at sea. That would be cool. I really want to do some of these big bucket list things that, that, I mean, I'm not poor, but I can't afford to go on a world cruise. You know, I would like to come up with some way of underwriting some of those costs on even like the South American cruise. It's not a GP either. So I'd like to do a Viking cruise. I'd like to experience a Viking cruise. That again, that's more money than I would tend to spend on a cruise ship normally. But that's me. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, tomorrow, the show will be pre recorded. It'll be on as usual. Uh, and then when I get home, hopefully I'll uh, be okay to. Uh, Maybe I'll do a live stream or something tomorrow afternoon or whatever. But anyway, the show will be pre-recorded in the morning, so there won't be a chat room tomorrow. Sorry about that. I'll be back Wednesday as normal uh, at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for Wednesday Travel and Cruise Industry News. So that's it for today, folks. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day. It's the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. 
We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.